This is the Ryder and Lisa podcast. Brought to you by Yegg Property Pros. Powered by Real Broker. Get a realtor who knows. Call the pros. Welcome back. Thanks. Welcome back. That voice, though. I know. Thanks. I know. As soon as I said it, I went, oh, no. He's going to bully me. Thanks for having me. Don't make me laugh because then I go into a coughing fit. Um, we gave away a trip to see Taylor Swift in Tokyo. Sadly, you couldn't be there. No, but I still worked the entire time. Okay. I did. You, you don't have to validate yourself to me. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. Or to the listeners. Yeah, you know like, how important you are here. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, I have this weird guilt when I take time off. I don't know how that, where that came from. Mm-hmm. It's just our generation. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but it was awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, Teresa ended up winning the trip to see Taylor Swift in Tokyo was absolutely over the moon. Like, couldn't really string together a sentence just based on how excited she was. Uh, so we're going to have her on the show today just after 8 o'clock and be talking about uh, winning the trip of a lifetime. She better tag us and everything so it's like we're there too. Yeah, I hope so. We'll we'll tell her that today. Yeah, that's the rule. But uh, yeah, the amount of listeners that... Uh, qualified and like friends of the show was awesome and i got to meet so many wonderful people who like i don't know if a lot of listeners think that we don't want to be approached in those situations so they're like hesitant hey yeah don't want to waste too much of your time but just want to let you know and then they just pump my tires yeah yeah you love it of course you can do that anytime you want especially in front of my boss who was in town from calgary Mm -hmm. he's sitting there at the table and Listener Danielle comes over and just gives me the nicest compliment about our show ever, about how, like, you and I make her life better because we start her morning with connection and laughs. And The boss heard that? Yeah, and he heard the whole thing, and I was like, louder for the people in the back! Yeah, seriously. Anyway, uh, so you could always, even if it's to critique something on our show or, you know, to tell us why you stopped listening, it doesn't have to necessarily be positive, but we are... More than happy to be approached from uh, listeners past and present. So 6 a.m. Listener Club, That's if you ever up. see us out and about, especially if you're buying me a beer, hell yeah, you can chat. <laughs> oh, wait, you don't have to buy a beer for that. Big thanks to the Canadian Ice House and the Banquet Bar for hosting and being a part of it and making it happen, essentially. Mm-hmm. But also, like, everyone that works here, everyone... I thought it was so smart. Sheena, she works in our experiences department. Here. Yes. She made, like, a WhatsApp group chat... So I had, like, all the people that worked there, all the DJs were in the group chat. You guys, I was at home, like, gathering all of the pictures that you guys would send me in it, posting them immediately so you guys didn't have to be on your phones. Like, everything about it was so organized and fun. Mm -hmm. And I can't wait to do it again. It's amazing how smooth events can run with technology. Yeah. I was thinking that numerous times. Even, like, we were qualifying people upstairs at the banquet for a bit. Yep. And I was just getting the names sent to me immediately to announce downstairs in case they were there as well. Right, because there's different le- floors. Yeah. And like I, I was like, in the olden days, I would have taken the stairs in this situation. You'd have to like train a, a pigeon. A thousand times. The pigeon would have to like bring you the scroll with the writing on it, but you'd have to wait for the ink to dry. Yeah. It'd like, be a whole thing. What a bit of damn mess. Congratulations going out to Teresa. Shout out to anybody who uh, who came through. And a big thanks to Canadian ISOs and the banquet for uh, for helping us out. What? Who are we going to give away tickets to see next? Probably Taylor again. Let's do it again. You owned a hamster, right? My sister did. 
And you were pretty close with it? Mm, I wasn't as much, but my sister loved it. You could have made this story way cooler if well, you were like... Well, like, I, I like saw the hamster. It was in our house What if you years. just said, yes, I loved the hamster? I was kind of scared it would bite me, but yeah, it was, it was all right. Okay, well, they just came out with like a new, I guess, public service announcement for hamster owners. Quite often people will come home, especially in the winter months, and think that the hamster kicked the bucket. Because it'll be very cold, temperature-wise, compared to its normal body temp, and, like, not moving, and not breathing, like, obviously breathing. But it's not dead? So, yeah, so a lot of people have made the mistake, apparently, that the hamster passed. But what's it doing? Hibernating. No. Hamsters don't hibernate. Yeah, they do. They go into, like, a deep hibernation they're not like they don't hibernate all winter. They'll just do it for a short amount, short burst of time. But they go so deep into hibernating that like their bodies get cold and, and the, their breathing becomes very calm. So like, you're telling me that we threw the hamster I don't know. Out when it was still alive? Yeah. Like maybe. Do you remember what happened when it was No. Yeah. That is so grim. Is anyone listening mortified at the moment? I, it's not a fun message no, to not. get out there, but it's important. If you have a hamster, like double check before you put it in the shoebox. Yeah, like leave it, even if it is deceased, let it chill. Yeah. For a couple weeks. Yeah. And Poor then, little guys. You know, I don't want to like move on and act like I don't care about hamsters. Well, Rest apparently you don't at the start of this chat. What, what I was blown away by, because that I'm adding that to the list, hibernation, like learning about bears in school. Everyone just assumed like they're sleeping all winter. No. Yeah, when they, bears hibernate, they're still like up and chilling and talking to each other in the cave. Like they have like morning tea and stuff. No, I don't think that's true. But they do get up and mosey around a bit, but then they just go back to sleep. Yeah, I'm out here thinking they're like the hamster, like a corpse for six months. Yeah. But they're not. No, they're not. The hamsters are. We got it all mixed up. Yep. Man in Halifax tells the internet he's going to the park to eat a three and a half pound bucket of uh, potato salad. The internet does what they do and uh, show up. They come through. They watch this guy in the rain dummy this bucket so well done to him i want to count down the top seven food items that you think you could eat three and a half pounds of like you're just assuming that everybody's like me can do it this is yeah i I mean it's what i think is doable but i also feel like uh it's just the right answers is buffalo chicken dip on the list it is at number seven what it should be way further no no hear me out because the dippers that you use to eat buffalo chicken dip, those can get tricky to eat a lot of. Like celery, that's packing a lot of space and not weighing very much. Nacho chips. <sighs> no, I can do it. Like, I'll use a nacho chip, but it will be doused. Yeah, like a I've actually, mountain of it. I've actually seen you at, like, a, I think it was like a Friendsgiving or something, where you were dipping the buffalo chicken dip with your nacho and then just sucking off the dip and then going back for other dips. That's not true. So that would save some space. Although there have been moments where I have my whole fist in yeah. the crock pot. Yeah. Uh, so that's number seven, counting down the top seven 
things that you could eat three and a half pounds of. Uh, at number six, we have McDonald's cheeseburgers at 2 a.m. Uh, now, I know this for sure because I've kind of done it. Mm-hmm. The one time uh, Grant Johnson, who used to do the show with us, him and I went out for a night. And on the way home at uh, McDonald's, we just ordered one of everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then we ate everything except for the filet fish Which is sad because I'm pretty sure it's by far, far the best tartare out there. Yeah, true. Uh, but yeah, I just think the cheeseburgers, you get them down, you don't even realize what you ate. It's gone. Yeah, it it's just like doesn't melts. exist in you. No, it melted. So I don't know how many cheeseburgers. I tried to figure out the math, how much they weigh. I bet it's about five for a pound. So that's 15 cheeseburgers. I could do that with no, my eyes couldn't. closed. No, you could not. I could eat 15 McDonald's cheeseburgers. No, you couldn't. In eight minutes. No, you couldn't. You'd be full after four. I wouldn't. I don't want to do this challenge. I've been trying to be healthy. And if I'm going to eat 16 or whatever I said there, 15 McDonald's cheeseburgers, I'd like to drag it out over a few months. So don't even ask. At number five for the top seven things you can eat. Three and a half pounds of. We have tacos. I don't know why, but like they don't exist in your stomach either. Really? I get full from tacos quite fast. Do you? That's the amount of sour cream you put on. Oh, true. I put so much sour cream, I forget what I'm eating. Mm -hmm. I can't see it. At number four, I feel like anybody who played minor hockey and went away and like had tournaments in other cities will uh, relate with this one. Bonanza soft ice cream. I've never had it. Self-serve soft ice cream. I bet every kid ate three and a half pounds of that every visit. All the bonanzas have burnt down. What? Every time I've tried to like hit up a bonanza, I'll look into it and it's like, sorry, burnt down three years ago. Mm, I feel like that you just made that up. The bonanza that used to be here is not burnt down. It's it was. just a different restaurant. Oh, no, it burnt down. At number three, for things that you could eat three and a half pounds of, Lobster with butter. Because, mm. like, I could do two pounds of lobster, one pound of butter, no problem. I could do one pound of lobster, two and a half pounds of butter. I just don't no want to see the. I just don't want to see the poop. I don't want to see the green poop. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm out. I'm tapping out. Okay. At number two, things that you could eat three and a half pounds of, a donair. Just one? One. Just one three-pounder. I've gotten the XLs before. And, like, you pick up the bag, and it's like you've got a bag of groceries. It, like, they are heavy. I was like, I could use one to do curls at the gym. Okay, now that we're talking, like, a three-pounder, cheeseburgers, like, how many quarter-pounders could you eat? Like, do the math there. Oh, that would be 12 you'd, be... you'd need to get in, yeah. You could not do that. No, that's why I said cheeseburgers. I could do, I could do 20 McDonald's cheeseburgers. And at number one, <laughs> top, so Iris is always an argument. Uh, the top seven at seven, things you could eat three and a half pounds of. We got to go with chicken wings. Like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, easy. Like, you like throw, throw it in, spit out the bone. I wouldn't even need it to be a Wednesday to do that. Bye. That's expensive. First pound, second. Yeah, that's true. That's Nobody like could eight, afford it. 18 bucks for like. A regular pound of chicken wings these days? Like Times three out. and a half. Do the math quick, Lisa. Yeah, the, it's like... <laughs> it's like, so, well, with tip, 100 bucks when I go out. So much. Which I tip a lot. <laughs> Apparently, a lot of people who work at bookstores often have to tell customers 
they're not allowed to take reading material into the bathroom. Because they think they're going to, like, steal it and put it in their backpack? Or just read it. In the bathroom? Yeah. Oh, I know why, though. I know why someone would do that. Why? Well, these bookstores do it to themselves. There's always a coffee shop attached to it. Three sips of coffee, you got to go. So you feel comfortable grabbing a book and going to the bathroom and reading some of it and then putting it back if it wasn't your thing. I mean, I've never done it, but right. I can see why they have issues with people doing it all the time. I want to call a bookstore and just see if this is actually a thing. Like if she seems surprised when I inquire about this. Okay. Good morning, Bears Like Chapters. Becky speaking. How can I help you? Oh, pretty good. Thanks. You? Good. Good. I'm just wondering uh, what the rules are. If I wanted to come in and just like read a couple pages of a book before I buy it, is that okay? Yes. Okay. Is there any rules if I was to like use the bathroom while I do it? Yes. You don't bring any product into the bathroom. So I can't like give it a, a thorough run at, in the John? No. Oh. Yeah. That's okay. where I like to do my reading, though. I kind of want to get yeah. in the zone. Yeah, unfortunately not. Hmm. Can I pretend okay. to go to the bathroom, like, in the main part of the store? I'm going to let you go. Okay, bye-bye. I got to go, actually. <laughs> okay, so apparently okay. it's they a They shut thing. it down. That's good. Yeah. That's good. So now we can all be rest assured mm -hmm. that... Somebody's filthy hands weren't all over the book that you're going to buy. Mm-hmm. This is why I always go for the stuff at the back. Why? Well, because I don't want the one at the front. Oh, like you go to the back of, like the books at the back of... Yeah. Like if... I thought you meant like the back room where it's all just like <laughs> adult movies. No, I also go there. Yeah, I know you do. No. <laughs> they don't have those at chapters, do they? No, but they should. <laughs> Your chance at a thousand bucks coming up in a few minutes with Ryder and Lisa's 1K wordplay. Man, I was not good at it last week when I was uh, playing along from home. Mm. I blame the cough syrup. Yeah, fair enough. You're on some of that today again. Yes. Might be uh, smart to choose me as your teammate. No, choose me. I've got it today. I'm in the zone. Okay. Uh, that's on the way next. What? Uh, what's up with the walk? I know you're a little bit sick. Just getting over being really sick last week. Oh, no. You're walking different. You noticed my walk? Yeah. Oh, I was dreading this. I thought maybe you were practicing because... Uh, Canadian Finals Rodeo was in town this weekend. I, I thought know. you're practicing that walk. Mm -hmm. It's not a good walk. What What's going on? So I have this, I, I think it's an ingrown hair, but it's like inside my thigh. Okay. Like on the inner. And my thighs, when I walk, they rub together. Like, yeah, let's be real. I have a thigh gap. She's so thick. She's I don't thick. Get, I don't get that. Yeah. So you don't know the <laughs> struggle. <laughs> you don't know the struggle of the chafing. And so I'm just curious if anyone has uh, some advice. An ingrown hair tip? Someone's got to have had one there before. What do you do with it? You just leave it? I don't know. Do you like put a hot compress on it? Where, like... It's like in my thigh. Like on the inner edge. Like... Okay. If, I think... Okay, just... If the knee... I'm just trying to figure out a way to word this that is appropriate. I can point. If the knee... Is zero. Yes. And up top is a hundred. Yes. How high are we talking here? 90. Okay, right up there. Right up there. Mm -hmm. Hence the walk. And is it like right right in the, like the side? Yeah. Okay. Right in there. 
I, I don't have an answer, and I don't know why I wanted to know where it was located. What do you I do? Just... Do you tweet, use tweezers? Oof. That sounds horrible. Yeah, it sounds rough. Because I've heard that if you have an ingrown hair, some people will tweeze it, and then when you pop it, like the hair like goes like, bing, and it like pops up, and then you pull it out. That's just hearsay. I've never experienced it. How are you? Like, you're not very flexible. You've no. often talked about that on the show. No, well, actually, so I'm how- trying to work on that. I had my first hot yoga class. Last Sunday, haven't been since, because then I got sick. How are you going to tweeze that? Like, I just don't understand how the angles are going to work. Well, it's interesting you say that, Ryder. This is where you come in. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Okay, but actually, what do we do about ingrown hairs in general? You wouldn't know. Oh, sometimes you get that ingrown hair on your back, though, right? No, we don't bring me up. You wanted to talk about this. Anyway, if anyone has ingrown (laughs) hair tips... Let me know for my leg and mm-hmm. Ryder know for his back. I'm fine. I don't have anything on my back that I need to worry about. So just just for Lisa's sake, so she can walk like she's uh, not competing at the CFR. It's Ryder and Lisa's 1K Wordplay. Brought to you by Out of Bounds Restaurant. We are joined by caller 7. Kylie, is this your first time getting through for 1K Wordplay? Yes, it is. That's awesome. You're pretty jacked up. I hear uh, somebody else in your vehicle. Who are you there with? Uh, just my coworkers. Nice. All right. And you're ready to win a thousand bucks. Oh yeah, we're gonna try. All right. Here's how the game works. You're gonna pick a teammate, either Lisa or myself. Whoever you think that you align with mentally more is probably a good choice. Yeah. That person's gonna leave the room. We're gonna give you five words. You tell us the first word that comes to mind for each before inviting your teammate back in. And then they'll play the same game for every word that matches, every answer that matches. It's 25 bucks. But if you get them all, we jump it to $1,000. Kylie, who is your teammate this morning? Uh, I think I'm going to go with Lisa. All right. I'm going to start the timer as soon as I give you the first word, okay? All right. And that first word is dive. Uh. Pool. Motor. Bike. Zipper. Sweater. Pillow. Sleep. Ticket. Concert. All right. Concert was your last word there? Yeah. That's a good answer. I thought all your answers were very good there, actually. Let's get uh, Lisa back in here. You're going to win some money today. Kylie absolutely crushed it, Lise. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. If uh, she doesn't win a thousand bucks, it's entirely your fault. All right. Let's go. Let's go. What is the first word that comes to mind when I say pillow? Sleep. (laughs) Almost said case. Almost said case. Glad I didn't. What's the first word that comes to mind when I say dive? Swim. No. Uh, what? What? What is it? Pool. Uh, that's infuriating. It's okay. We can still win a hundred bucks. Let's keep going. What's the first word that comes to mind when I say ticket? Speed. Mm, no. What? You're looking at me like that's a bad answer. It is. That's a good answer. Speed? What? What is it? Concert. Ah! 
What's the first one that comes to mind when I say zipper? Um, <laughs> zipper? Yeah. Uh, jacket. She said sweater. Ah, oh, I was gonna say that. Kylie is so mad at me. Okay, let's keep going. What's the first word that comes to mind when I say motor? Boat. Oh, I am so mad. She said bike, motorbike. Dang. Yeah, her answers were amazing. Those were so good, but come on, <laughs> mine were pretty good too. Yeah. Can we argue this or no? Uh, anyway, congratulations, Kylie. Sorry. You won 25 bucks. Thank you. Thanks for playing. Next chance to play is tomorrow morning at 7.50. We gave away a trip this weekend, trip of a lifetime. We're joined on the phone with Teresa. How are you? Hey, Ryder. Good. How are you? Very good. I'm uh, here with Lisa, and we're just checking in to see how, how did your weekend go? Yeah. Did you have a good weekend or something? Uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, no, the weekend was definitely unforgettable, I would say. Yeah. So, Teresa, did you have a weird feeling that you were going to win or was there like... Good question. Yeah. Like, did you have this weird <laughs> feeling? You know, I will say I was telling my husband, like, when we were sitting at the banquet leading up to, like, the whole draw, we we could only picture us winning and going to Tokyo and going to the Eras tour, like, we didn't have any image in our mind, like, oh, we'll lose and, you know, it'll be sad, but we'll get over it. Like, we just never had that. So you manifested um, your way so to maybe Tokyo. Manifested a little bit. Yeah. And what was the what was the winning song? It was Cardigan. Mm-hmm. Cardigan. I, I was wearing a cardigan. I know that, that Teresa. Yeah. <laughs> that's what was the wildest part to me is you were wearing one of the most gorgeous cardigans I've ever seen. Oh my gosh! Thank you. And then you won. That's my mother-in-law. So cool. That's from her. That's perfect. So well, and, we, we can thank your mother-in-law. You weren't there, Lise. So to break no. this down, uh, we had twenty different Taylor Swift songs on Correct. lanyards, and okay. some people, when their name was called would come up and go through, and each lanyard had a different Taylor Swift song on it. You got to choose the and, lanyard? And pick. And so I asked Teresa, and you just went random and randomly yeah. picked Cardigan. No. Yeah, I blindly picked one. I was like, oh, I don't know if it's going to matter, but <laughs> just blindly pick one. Dang. So, and sure enough. It was meant to be. I guess so, yeah. It was. I'm still kind of feeling surreal. Um, we did not get a very good sleep on um, this oh, Saturday bet. night. Just, like, so excited. So last night I went to bed at, like, 8. Yeah, oh, my goodness. Uh, Teresa, have you ever been to Tokyo before? I have been to Japan before. Okay. Um, but never Tokyo. Definitely never a Taylor Swift concert. Um, <laughs> and my husband, he's been to neither. So Perfect. So pretty cool experience I oh think. so i guess you're taking him that was going to be my next question yeah, yeah. Are you t- taking Ryder or lisa yeah. no i had some friends ask like oh you're going to take a girlfriend but we entered together yeah yeah so you know if if he won i think you would have took me if he didn't and it's also like a honeymoon of sorts for us so we're yeah quite excited about that we had so much fun thank you guys so much like for everything uh we still can't believe it so we're very excited to be honest i kind of feel bad for matt rife why 
Well, he's a comedian. Yeah, a stand-up comedian that uh, does some amazing crowd work. Yeah, he's very pretty, too. He's got, like, the perfect jawline. And he's uh, gone viral numerous times on TikTok, like, really blew up on TikTok, I don't know, probably six months ago, maybe this time last year, somewhere in there. Yep. And then people are like, oh, this guy's hilarious, and everybody wanted to go and see him, especially, like you said, he's super hot. Yeah, he's attractive. So... Like, he, he just does something with ladies, that combination. Very good looking and funny. Like, he was selling out everywhere that he went. Yeah, after he's a world he tour. Viral. Yeah, yeah, he sold out Edmonton. So, yeah, they announced a world tour at not full-size stadiums. Like, I think he's probably... Oh, he's at Roger's Place. Eh, I don't think that's right. Allison! I know a bunch <laughs> of girls that work here that got tickets. Yeah, I think he's at Expo oh, or... okay. Anyway. I don't know. Any, somebody will correct us on the text line. But um, but he just released his first Netflix special. And this is why I feel bad for the guy. Like, he's crushing it right now with sales, obviously. And, like, the attention he's getting. He's on all the biggest podcasts. And, and I'm not sure I even particularly like him that much. But I, I feel bad because the comment sections are absolutely tearing him apart right now on how bad his... Actual stand-up is. His special is. And like he's his, a crowd worker. He's good at that. He's good at communicating with people. But he's not great at writing jokes, apparently. Like, even people that are big fans are saying that his special was fairly mid. Yeah, people were turning it off after 20 minutes because they were bored. Thank you. He's going to be at the Jubilee, everyone on the text line. Yeah, there Appreciate we are. Um, but yeah, can you imagine how hard it would be to read those comment sections when, like, that's... That's your thing. Your profession, your personality yeah. is so tied to that um <clears throat> and all of a sudden you're crushing it mm -hmm. and you finally get like the attention you've been striving for since he was little well he's his biggest um idol was dane cook okay so yeah and then all of a sudden like the the comment sections are ruthless online we just got this text from scott have y'all seen the netflix special it's brutally boring 20 minutes in i was napping yeah same thing well, and I saw some guy break it down, and, like, he's obviously not reading his audience very well, which has become, it seems for the most part, ladies. They're, they're digging. Mm -hmm. And his first, like, in the, within the first couple minutes, he makes a joke about, like, domestic violence and a couple other jokes. And, like, I, so there's I saw, just a little tone deaf. Well, I saw somebody break it down on social being like, do you not understand who got you here yeah who's forcing their boyfriend to come to the show exactly like and for you to make those jokes you're, you're like turning your back on the people who made you who you are so you probably should have reworked your set somebody's asking who we're talking about matt My, rife matt rife yeah. who took off massively on tiktok for his crowd work but to be honest a lot of people would stop and watch his videos because they were like oh who's this mm -hmm. very attractive man and very good at, at crowd work. Yeah. But it's kind of, I think it's easy to be good at crowd work for comedians because you can record an entire set and you don't post the fails. No. You don't post the conversations with the crowd that went nowhere. All you do is get that morsel yeah, of Yeah, you get those goodness. like little like highlights. And post that and like, it looks like you just have that kind of comedy in you all the time. Mm -hmm. But it's just... A, a flash of what I am you do. probably the most judgmental person in the crowd at a comedy show. Yeah, you're... it takes so much to make me laugh. I'll just sit there. Yeah, I stopped uh, running jokes by you 
uh, to see if you thought they were funny because I struck out about a hundred times in a row. I'm like, okay, I'm not asking you anymore. I went to Bill Burr and didn't laugh once. I'm not joking. That's ridiculous. I didn't laugh. He's like once. Mount Rushmore of top c- comedians right now. It wasn't no, good. He is good. But it wasn't you good. You didn't like it. There's a difference. It wasn't funny. There's a difference between not good and you didn't like it. It was not funny enough. He is he smashed the Great Outdoors Comedy Festival for 11,000 people and, and had everybody drunk. on the edge of their seat for they an hour a, and a half. They had a beer in them. 90 minutes on stage with a microphone just himself. Guy's a beast. Mm. You can't just jump from Matt Reif to Bill Burr. Sure, I can. No. So earlier on the show, I opened up about my ingrown hair. Yeah, it's a pretty uh, sensitive subject. Yeah, and it's in a sensitive spot. Anyway, so we got so many suggestions on how to help your ingrown hair problem. That's in your b-hole, yeah. It's not in my... Ryder, come on. <laughs> but Ryder was making fun of me because I'm walking around like I'm about to like Ride. go bull riding. Because <laughs> it's like rubbing whenever I walk. It's like in between my legs, right? So anyway, it's like on my thigh. Whatever. All of the tips were so good that I was like, obviously other people have dealt with this and it sucks. So we created a blog post on our website. You created a blog post, all yeah. All of the best tips for an ingrown hair. I can't wait for the boss to see this. Because I just titled it Lisa's Ingrown Hair. And it's on the front page of our website. So welcome to Play 107. Yeah, if you could go hit it up at play107.com. Yeah, go check it out. When he uh, has some questions, we can at least back it up with some stats. Yeah, I could be like, check the analytics, bro. Like, It's got seven people that have checked it out already. Like nine people clicked the link. Bro. Bro. (laughs) Don't. What? Stop. Sniffing. Well, what what were you up to over there? I'm airing out my pits. Oh, that's what that it is. It smells good in here, right? Yeah, it smells like a couple wet St. Bernard's wrestling. Ryder, that's so mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time for Throwback Throwdown. You pick which song you'd like to hear more. Lisa's choice or mine. We got some uh, Monday vibes for you today. Just a little chill. Yeah, we're chilling. Easing into the week. We're chilling. What are you going with today? I'm going with Shakira underneath your clothes. There's some stinky pities. I could do a really good Shakira impression of this song. Under, uh, underneath your clothes. Is that good? Yeah, nailed it. All right. <laughs> My choice is Stained and So Far Away. God about that song, but I knew every word. Yeah. I love that about Throwback Throwdown. Jam alert. Yeah. The Ryder and Lisa podcast. Brought to you by Yegg Property Pros. Powered by Real Broker. Get a realtor who knows. Call the pros. Play 107.